0: boys and girls welcome to another edition of the cca california podcast good to be with you another week my name is chris alongside my good friend darren what's up man
1: oh you know just happy to be here again
0: we haven't recorded in a while together what's up with that
1: uh either i've been lazy or busy (laughs) one of the two
0: (laughs) i yeah i guess one of the two yeah Yeah. Well, today we are going to be talking about exciting stuff, all about Coastal Social, our upcoming bass, uh, saltwater bass tournament. And uh, before we do that, let's throw to Darren with a message from our good friends, Fishing Syndicate.
1: Here at CCA, we are syndicated. Fishing Syndicate offers one of the best lineups of premium fishing rods designed, prepared, and built by fishermen for anglers of all ages. You... The FS passion shows in each one of their quality products. The design and build quality products that meet and exceed the desires and demands of all anglers. Which provide maximum strength, confidence, and long-term reliability while you're out fishing. From trout to cow bluefin tuna, there is an FS rod that will meet your needs at a very affordable price. Don't forget, custom orders are available to you. Visit FishingSyndicate.com to check out the lineup or visit the shop in La Harbor Tuesdays through Saturdays and don't forget to grab some of the FS swag as well. Get syndicated.
0: Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Well, without further ado, we've got our good friends, Howie Stretch and Matt Florentino. How are you guys? Doing great. Awesome. Howie, welcome back to the podcast. We were just uh, on with you a couple months ago. How are are things?
2: Things are good, man. Time's flying. It feels like it was like yesterday I was here. (laughs) But when you got two kids and cranking at work and trying to squeeze in fishing, it all goes pretty quick, man.
3: Sure does. I know. Oh
0: man. Matt, it's been a while for you. How are things going
3: on? I'm doing good, man. Kind of in the same situation as Howie here. Just been full time grinding in the office. Got a lot going on at AFCO and a lot going on at home. And Getting the little bit of fishing I can in, you mm-hmm. know, here or there, but all's, all's well, man.
0: Nice. Nice. Very cool. Well, we've got exciting stuff to talk about today. Coastal social. It, uh, it snuck up on us, admittedly. Um, I know we had the North event back in April or May, one of the two, and um, super, super stoked on that. Um, went off very, very well in the North event. But this time, we are doing the South event out of San Diego. Uh, Matt, do you want to kind of give us the background on how this tournament kind of, uh, I guess, Made its way over to to CCA.
3: Yeah, I mean, just uh, from the start, I mean, we're on, what, year three now? Two? Three. Three, three. Three. two. It's just this last few years obviously flies. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this all came about, you know, just try to put together a fun event, um, predominantly around saltwater bass fishing, that we get people involved. Um, One, to get on the water, and then two, to give back uh, to CCA. You know, all the good things that you all do. Figure what way to you know try to get some funds back towards CCA by going fishing. It's as simple as that. Ultimately, so that was the idea. You know, it's a been a fun group of guys that go fish, and you know, it's a really laid back, super fun day, more or less, on the water.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in into year three, I think this is probably the one event, or I guess one uh, two events per year that is like it, it's super easy to run. Yeah, it's super easy to it's laid back we had uh, Darren be our waymaster at the North event which I'm assuming you're gonna be waymaster for south right
1: looks like it I guess <laughs> look at that way <laughs> No, no pressure no pressure yeah. I'm fine with that
0: but um you know I think you know like I said it's been probably two of the most bad be- two of the best events that we've ran um, throughout the last couple of years to where it's just super easy do because of the participants because the anglers that participate in it. And everyone wants us just to go out fishing, go have some fun, and uh, raise funds for, for a good cause. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and if you're going to go fishing on a Saturday anyway, well, why not fish the event? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, if you're not already a CCA member, you can have an opportunity to sign up at registration, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're if you're going to go out and get some kayak fishing in, you should just do the event. Nice, nice. Be fun. Yeah. Meet some people maybe and whatever. And kind so, of the what,
3: what I've just noticed too is, you know, We actually had a date change um, for this event, (laughs) but um, which is, you know, which some of the anglers that fish the events, they also fish the saltwater bass series that Mm -hmm. Jerry Mayhew runs. And, you know, some of those guys that qualified for the tournament champions is like, of course, we'll, you know, make some room to make sure they could fish that event. right? Um, But there's actually other digital bass events going on at the same time. So guys can actually effectively fish multiple derbies with that digital format. So it's kind of, very versatile in that sense so mm-hmm. if you're going to fish a derby or a tournament in that sense especially the kayak guy specifically you can you're you're able to kind of tap into all these different um events so long as you know it's all within the confines of whatever their rules may be you know but yeah. yeah ours makes it pretty laid back you know
0: super laid back for sure well howie, not only did we bring you in because we wanted to see you again um but also um newport has stepped in big time on the kayak side and you guys have donated a motor for the winner
2: Yep. We're, uh, we donated one motor and battery to the North event and then, and then same deal for the South event. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll incentivize some signups for the event and, and, you know, also just super stoked to provide the motor as a prize for a kayak angler. You know, I mean, those motors really open up a lot of opportunity for people and, um, like I was talking about last time on the show, um, you know, wh- one of the things that people feel limited by with when they're just under their own human power is how far they can go, what water they can reach. And this definitely at least doubles or triples your opportunity as far as how far you can go. And it primarily plays when it's like time to come back. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot of times you gas out chasing fish around yeah. or keeping your holding your spot in and the current and, or whatever. And, you know, it's nice to kind of kick back and lean the seat back a little bit and cr- cruise back to where you came from at the end of the day. It's
1: my, pretty cool. My kayak's for sale right now. Maybe I should just buy a Newport motor for it.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah and then you won't have to get rid of it yeah exactly you got plenty of space in here
1: yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is true for me as a kayak angler that doesn't have a motor on my boat i totally understand that you know and <laughs> from i'm usually making a bomb run you know especially like i fished the north event out of my kayak uh was the last couple of years and um I'm, I'm typically going out of redondo and i'll start you know on the riprap but then i'm typically making a pedal of the palos verdes which is like i don't know uh, if I'm starting a flat rock, it's a good three miles.
2: Yeah, that's a journey. Wow.
3: And, Ooh. you know.
2: Current rips up there. I'm a
3: total tournament nerd, so I'm kind of the, you know, go big or go home yeah. <laughs> guy. Uh-huh. And whether the wind's going to blow 12 to 15 in the afternoon, I'm going anyways. And mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> typically I'm half that pedal back yeah. home. <laughs> but then I see guys like, you know. Like uh like Jim, you know, Mr. Salvasale out there, yeah, and he's mm-hmm. zipping around with with his powered kayak, and he's just giving me the peace sign, like, yeah, yeah. that must be nice <laughs> flying
2: by. A, I know he's always got the all the tricks up his sleeve, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, old Jim. <laughs> but those motors, Super though, great. I mean,
3: it gives you, like you said, you know, it unlocks like a whole new terrain and a whole new you know field to play for for the guys in the in the kayaks. Or and you know, you guys have those uh, transom out. Electric troll motors are to really killer too. So
0: Yeah. Well, I was just I was just about to ask, what's new at Newport since we last spoke? I yeah. mean, you guys got some exciting stuff going on.
2: Uh <clears throat> yeah, we launched a little merch line. So we got some shirts and hats and sweatshirts for our fans and followers out there. And um that's just a little little project we launched. Um we're gonna have some cool special edition co branded Aftco Newport stuff coming for um these fall, you know, consumer holidays, Black Friday, Cyber Monday mm-hmm. stuff, and um, <clears throat> we're going to be actually doing a big um, thing with Bonefish Tarpon Trust as well, where we are every NT three hundred sold over the holiday is going to get a free membership to Bonefish and Tarpon Trust that we're going to donate to uh, to BTT, and then um, product wise, you know, we're ramping up for twenty twenty four. And I can't talk too much about what's coming, but we got some some awesome stuff coming down the pipe, and um, we're just focused on kind of that brand awareness stuff through the end of the year here, and mm-hmm. and uh, highlighting you know what our motors that we have in the line right now can do. So
0: nice, nice. We were talking uh, before we kicked it on here. Uh, we need to get some Newport merch or something for our new wall.
2: Yeah, I got to get you guys a little little plaque or a little something. Yeah, something I got there. some work to do too. Apparently, I was going to say, yeah. a- a- saying, a- don't, don't, "Don't look at it." Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't look. at it, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> might have to create a little bigger but, real estate for. A- we th- we, th- we nice. might have to go taller.
0: Yeah, the more the merrier, for sure. I mean, we've got uh, we've got some space for those new brand new AFCO jigs, which is, I know, a, bit, a huge push this year too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the plugs. I like to call them the the plugs. The plugs. No, nice. yeah, we've been busy per usual. You know, um, mm-hmm. last I cast, we uh, launched some new categories, uh, lures being one of them, I think, which caught some people by surprise. But uh, I've really kind of, we got them this last spring. Um, there's five line of lures. So most of our, you know, the goal with the lures was chuck and wind, you know, just cast mm-hmm. and wind, super simple, something you don't need to, you know, be a total expert to fish, but you could. You know, which you could get tricked with those things too, but ultimately all those lures, you can, you know, send it, crank mm-hmm. it in, and it's going to give you the action you need to catch some fish. Um, probably the most popular this last spring um, and on through with this offshore bite has been our crossbreed jig, uh, which is, you know, kind of that dart style jig that has been working at times um, mm-hmm. with those bluefin, and now we got that in inflexy elephant. Um, but, you know, that 60 gram all the way up to the 100 gram, depending on what the scenario or situation is, Uh, It's been working really well for some of the guys, you know, sport boats, private boats, foam, long drifts, you know, all the standard stuff, it's coming into play. Um, Mm -hmm. And then some of the guys that, you know, kind of like that, I would say more traditional, you know, kind of that surface iron, like side to side, you know, kicking action, the AFCO swimmer, it's a unique shape. You know, I I like to explain it as a swimming stick bait more Mm -hmm. or less, Uh, but that, you know, both in a small size, which if you're fishing bass, barracuda, bonita, you Know kind of the t- traditional three B's that small size is really good because you could fish up, you know, 300 size uh, bait cast reel, you know, a nice seven, six to eight foot, you know, medium to heavy action rod and have a lot of fun and bomb that thing a mile on like 40 pound braid. Mm-hmm. Or you could step up to that bigger size uh, swimmer on your traditional jig stick or say, uh, you know, eight foot heavy action f- 400 size or 16, 20 size, uh, you know, traditional open face reel and fish that, just chuck and wine you know, yellows, mm-hmm. you know, foamer fish, all that stuff. So it's been cool. You know, yeah obviously we've had a few opportunities to go, you know, R&D and test and it's mm-hmm. been cool to, you know, catch some fish on those plugs.
0: So a good friend of mine, Robbie Gant, I have been, I, I knew, you know, for a while that the jigs were coming and yeah. they kept coming and coming and coming. And I kept bugging him. I'm like, dude, I want some, I want, <laughs> I, I want some badly. it's like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And I could certainly personally vouch, that they work right for on. sure. I you mean, can, if, yeah, I, I've, I've caught fish. I with can't, them. I can't,
1: <laughs> I don't have one to use. Well,
3: I,
2: <laughs> out, you need better friends then. I do. Well, <laughs> well just like we're talking about this wall, and exactly. I actually have,
3: we're actually, cause after this, we're doing some content production at AFCO on, we have some new tackle bags and storage bags and nice. I brought all of my tackle to then do for the videos. <laughs> of course. So I'll, 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 share a few of the, lures uh, the lures okay. Throw them on the wall okay. and nice. get you guys some down.
0: Cool. And you have the, I think you have a jerkbait too, right? We do.
3: Yeah. yeah. We do jerkbait in two sizes as well. And, um, I mean, speaking specifically about bass fishing, I mean, that's probably one of my funnest ways to catch those things of just, you know, straight wine, but with the rip, with the rip baits or jerk baits, I like it mm-hmm. just, you know, steady grind, wine, stop, wine, wine, stop, you know, fast, slow, kind of mix it up and mm-hmm. you get creative. The little guy's good to catch fish of all sizes. And then if you're really chasing some of the more trophy fish or, you know, foam or stuff, bigger yellows, um, that that bigger bait, you can freaking bomb that thing a mile. Big four X hooks, big split rings, it can handle. Yeah, you know, it's kind got of all that stuff.
2: Got a nice weight to it, and like I picked up a couple of those bigger rip baits for the the foam stuff because. They've been eating surface iron really good and any any like swimming bait seems like this yeah. year has been the deal and those jerk baits just get licked so yeah. mm-hmm. and just pull them out of the box and tie them on and you're that's getting, the you're beauty about them
3: yeah you know that was a goal cool too is just something you know with work with robbie he's like hey let's just make a bait. we all because as fishermen you know there's a lot of lures out there and a lot of them are all great but typically out of the package you know if you're serious and you're fishing if you tackle or put them in a foamer like that, you're going to need the right, you know, right size hook and the stuff to handle that that abuse really. So
2: yeah, and and they're designed to swim with the stout hardware on them too. I feel like some of the stuff I'm like some of these lures that yeah. are out there, the rip baits. I'm a little hesitant to upgrade the hardware on them because they do take on a different action. Yeah, when you start changing hooks and split rings and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I've noticed. So it's almost like, uh, do I just kind of. Hang with the lighter stuff and get the action out of it, or but with a lure designed to swim with heavy hardware on it, I like that.
0: Yeah, and a couple, even a couple of years ago, that was the big thing. Where it's like, no matter what, no matter what the jig and all that, you're always changing out the hardware. And nowadays, it seems like companies like Afco um, really has has fixed that problem. Yeah, in right the box.
3: If you're, for example, if you're gonna go hop on a you know fish on one of the San Diego boats, you could pop into Fishman's Landing, pick a crossbreed up, you know, off off the rack. Mm -hmm. take it off tie it on and you're good to go to go catch that you know that grade of yellowfin or bluefin that's down there so
2: yeah and the crossbreeds uh is that the one with the abs body and and lead in it too yeah so that
3: that shape or silhouette there's two versions of it the crossbreeds are traditional just metal um metal jig and then the hybrid yeah well actually that's a that's been one that guys have been fishing a lot actually Mm -hmm. not talking too much about it but as I should, we're selling them, but the, uh, the hybrid is the ABS body with, with the lead internal. So you have, you know, that same action profile of that dart style jig, but you can get away with, um, you know, with a lighter weight to it. It has a little bit more of a, more of a, I don't know, it just doesn't sink like a rock the way a lead jig will. It kind of has a little bit of flutter, but it still has that same kick. Um, but you can, Especially that bigger size, bigger don't, top of on my head, but it's that bigger profile. You know, same size as some of the sardines or some of the anchovy they're feeding on, but it's heavy enough that you can still cast it. Yeah, on on the right gear. What weights do those come in? Gosh, top of my head, <laughs> on the hybrid, I want to say the bigger one is in that. I, it's kind of an odd size with the ABS and lead. It's in that like eighty-five to ninety gram range. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, but it's kind of you know, and I've spent a lot of time fishing them, um, whether for cod or for bass, and I've taken a similar crossbreed and say a 60 or the 90 and just sink it to see what it does right. you know, up and down. Um, mm-hmm. it's a lo- much more drastic drop just because of the full lead design mm-hmm. where the yeah. hybrid, even though it's still weighted at around, you know, 85 more and 90 pounds, it, it has down. more of a subtle flutter to it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so That's it's almost more, like a little finesse deal, so to speak, or sometimes those fish get really finicky and they want something a little bit, you know, a little more subtle. Yeah. Um, or if you're uptight fish and say Catalina on like a, you know, three-quarter-day boat and just bass bonita cuda you know something that's a little more you get away with a little lighter line mm-hmm. and have a little more of a subtle presentation so perfect
0: it's exactly what it's called a hybrid because it it's only like I think you said 70 or 80 grams or yeah. so but it looks like it's like 120 150 yeah like that's that's the problem. I like that and you can yeah.
3: yeah you pick them up and feel them they look exactly the same mm-hmm. um but once you pick them up you'll, you'll understand yeah. and then fishing them too yeah perfect
0: well speaking of foam howie i know you just recently as of yesterday went fishing (laughs) how how do we do
2: i did um i've been sneaking out a little bit this year and i always like to kind of fly under the radar a little bit but sorry uh, i
0: just called you out on it but (laughs) (laughs) no
2: no, it's fine this is a uh talk about worthy Mm -hmm. experience here but um we have this little Episode or this little series that we're doing that's called Freedom on the Water. And basically what the concept is is just to highlight Newport product in action and cover general fishing adventures and stuff that's just going to get people hyped to get out there on the water Mm -hmm. and, you know, showcase some ways that you can use these little electric motors to achieve a bigger adventure. And so... You know, it's kind of like this small boat, big adventure sort of feel. And that's pretty appealing. It's aspirational stuff. It's not like maybe some of the stuff isn't real achievable for everybody, but it's no doubt content that I feel like might get people hyped up and get excited to to get out there on the water. Mm -hmm. So we're filming a – kind of been waiting for the right opportunity and just to be available to film this, but – you know, that coastal bluefin stuff's been around all season, like within two to five miles off the beach, um, but it's just so inconsistent. It's like yesterday's report doesn't really mean much. I feel like when that mm-hmm. fish gets up on the coast there, it's just moving up and up and down. It's so unpredictable, you know, some somebody, and it's very like these little windows, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's kind of hard to track down. So, you know, I haven't gotten on that stuff real tight to the beach, which would be a perfect opportunity to do a shore launch Mm -hmm. from La Jolla Shores or Dana Point and run out and get on that foam with the motor. But we actually decided to do a little mothership trip. So we took my skiff with an outback on it, ran out. We're probably 15, 18 miles off the coast and uh, got some space away from the fleet. There was a ton of boats out in this area we, we were at. So we kind of went into the east of five miles or so, got totally out by ourselves. And there was some shearwater water kind of picking around and some scattered fish, these little single jumpers and stuff here. And, you know, I was kind of expecting to see, blue f- or see yellowfin. And, um, you know, I'm glassing up these like sixty to eighty pound bluefin and I'm like, <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> um so anyways, we we uh deployed the plastic boat, dropped the motor on and I got way away from the boat and I and, uh, had some live sardine. I was just kinda chasing down these little spots of shear water that were kind of kinda kinda, kinda kinda dipping around and the bird was a little scattered. The fish was spread out. I even saw a sainer in the area so mm. that'll definitely kinda make the fish a little skittish. But, yeah, yeah we, we deployed the kayak and put the NT300 on it. I got going down swell and got into a zone where there was some, like, sheer water kind of, you know, I could tell they were looking at fish and flicked my bait out, and within two minutes I was bit. <laughs> 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 um, got pulled around by a about a 40-pound bluefin, landed nice. it, and kind of made this episode pretty exciting i think so that sounds you know, like i mean it's it's cool to do check a little little uh you know tick a tick a thing off the check list off off the the, box. Yeah, yeah. check check a box off the list and uh the next thing's for sure a, a you know shore launched mm-hmm. like beach launched base tuna capture i've been after that one for a few years but um but now it was it it was good, man. it felt good to to get it done. It felt good to be I mean, I was talking about this on camera yesterday when we were shooting the sort of talking stuff for the episode, and you know people might say, "Oh, that doesn't count you mothershipped out there and but <laughs> but the way I look at this is like, you know you have if you look at professional surfers towing into big waves. It's just sometimes it's, it's more accessible, but it's just a different, like, of course, of course, the ultimate goal is to paddle into a big wave, but what's wrong with towing in you're still getting that experience. They're getting tubed out of their mind and they can ride 10 times as many waves and Mm -hmm. it's just a different, different approach. And so it's kind of like that. And then you get in the water out there, 20 miles off the beach, and you get a half a mile or a mile away from the boat that you launched from, all of a sudden you're totally exposed. You know, it's, you know, 10, 12 knots of wind. You got these kind of four or five foot swells and you're pulling on a big bluefin and it's Mm -hmm. pretty exciting. And you're pretty dang exposed just how a (laughs) climber would get up on, on rope on a, big wall and feel exposed like it's kind of the same thing you know mm-hmm. um yeah so i think i thought it was I, pretty cool i think there's no
3: reason to give yourself you know feel about giving yourself that opportunity you know yeah. like mm-hmm. honestly that's all it is is just being able to so if you like to fish out of a kayak i mean i've, I've had one opportunity to go fish San Clemente island from a kayak i've done it hundreds of times off a of skiff yeah mm-hmm. um but you know we uh, we mother shipped our kayaks over and we fished off uh, china pyramid all the standard spots like to fish and it's a whole different experience from a kayak and yeah
1: um, well, isn't that's yeah part of the whole mothership thing anyways is to get you out on a kayak where you normally can't get to yeah on a kayak 100 yeah you know, i mean
2: and and even with even with the electric motor i mean definitely enhances your range yeah. like crazy right but we're talking 20 miles off the beach like sometimes you just have to take a little different approach. But once you're in the water and out there, the the having the motor on the back was killer. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, I see an area that looks fishy, like a mile that way I can get there pretty damn quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a, just a, just a different approach. And if you like catching fish off a kayak and you like getting pulled around, well, you like it's like- <laughs>
1: the experience of fishing on a kayak. If you haven't experienced that, then You don't, you have no idea. I mean, fishing on a kayak is pretty fun.
2: And I would say that, that getting in the water way offshore in a kayak. Definitely. Definitely know your limits. Like it's, it's not for everybody. If you're not super experienced, don't try it. But, um, you know, if you're kind of, if you've gotten some, some time under your belt and you're looking for like that experience of big open water, pulling on big fish on a kayak, go for it. Just is, be safe. Like as, wear a life jacket, have a have a knife on you, have a VHF radio on you. Just be smart about it.
0: Yeah. As that, uh, you know, as a non kayak angler myself, is that a big deal? Where it's like you get flack for either mothershipping out there or putting a you know a motor on your kayak or whatnot.
2: Uh, I think yeah, the I think motor motors on kayak, are pretty widely accepted yeah, now, yeah. right? Wouldn't you say, Matt? Yeah, like, I mean,
3: yeah, I mean that's especially I mean Newport. A prime example of like in the last couple of years, um, I mean, I feel left out. I don't have a motor on my kayak because I see <laughs> yours, <they're> yours <laughs> is on the way. Oh, yeah, I just checked it's in a, on it. It's been a little, nice. yeah, work in progress that I'm working on getting <laughs> nice. a motor on my kayak, but just it's pretty standard now for that, you know. And I mean, for whatever that's worth, if whoever wants to say, Oh, you're taking a medicine, whatever it's in my opinion, it's just yeah. another form of adventure, and I'm all for it, that. Oh, that's <laughs> how I feel. If, if you
1: could go further and, and be out longer. That's what it's all about. I'm usually
3: the guy has these crazy ideas. I like, hey, dude, we should probably like the kayaks will be rad. Let's go do this. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff
2: that's like we've been talked about that we're planning to do that we want to do. So yeah, and don't get me wrong, I I still love pedaling. Yeah, um, for the exercise and and really honestly, the way that I use the motor on the kayak is primarily for travel. Like if I'm fishing, I still like to pedal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still like the drive. It just gives you a little more. A little more precision, a little more stealth. I mean, the motors are super quiet, but um, you feel just a little more, I don't know, in tune. And like you can really pick a spot apart a little better um, pedaling. So like the ultimate thing is really is the combination. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, that's the ultimate deal.
3: So believe me, I'm already marking spots as far as this new range I have. There's other parts of like the Redondo Canyon I could reach that I couldn't really, oh, I mean, maybe the perfect day, but uh, oh, no big deal. Like, you know, and then all the way up to Rocky, all the way up to, uh, to Dominator, all the, mm-hmm. the spots I really love to fish, I could get access to that now. Or if I want to go to Marina del Rey, I can now shoot left or right and fish yeah. stuff that I've never been able to, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I know, you know, leading up to a couple months ago, I know ICAST is a huge thing for both your your brands and all that stuff. Matt, I know, you know, you're a big part of ICAST. Since then, or I guess all year long, have you been able to get out much?
3: Yeah, I mean, shoot, a little bit here or there. Um, it's it's always funny when I look back, because I always complain. I, you know, I don't fish as much as I'd like to, but I've, I always get some really killer opportunities, so I can't complain, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, yeah, I, I have fished some, uh, a little bit locally, uh, we, we did a little piece on the lures, actually. It's it's kind of funny. Now these now these days, it's like my fishing's head in with work. where yep. It's work, but, you know, it's also a lot of fun. I hear you. Um, so, you know, we, we did a trip uh, to get some, you know, we took some of the Western Outdoor Newswriters um, for them to try the lures. And, you know, we had a fun day at Catalina. We were fishing with my dad at Coastal Charters and got on some, you know, really killer bass fishing. Kind of the very traditional days. You, mm-hmm. you know, had a, some Benita right off the bat, a few gigantic barracuda that were tightening into the boiler for some reason mm-hmm. and also picked away at the bass and had um you know one little yellow and a couple of opportunities some other nicer yellows but did that that was shoot i want to say back in april or so may mm-hmm. um then a little bit of local fishing here there on my kayak you know um that's 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 the nice thing with the kayak for me is it like i can drop it in fish for a few hours get back home, take care of what I need to do as far as the honeydew list or, you know, kids in <laughs> soccer or whatever it might be. So yeah. um done a little bit of that just on the local scene. It's been kind of tough um, on that front, you know, a few fish mm-hmm. here, or there, but nothing. It's kind of funny. It's like, you would think it'd be really good. 60, you know, four degrees, 66 degree water bait everywhere. And I had better fishing back in December when it was like 56 <laughs> and those fish were kind of just sitting there. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, now a little bit of that. And then I, I did a trip to Florida um, shoot, a few couple weeks ago now, around Labor Day. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, as family trip, I just had but I had a cool opportunity. Um, I was uh where was I? South in South Florida, around uh, Fort Lauderdale, a uh, place called Lake Ida. Um, it's one of the few places where you could get into the peacocks. Uh, they have that clown knife fish, which is wild. Did you catch any of those, dude? Yeah, I did. um I, So Johnny Stabile is one of our AFCO pros. Uh, yeah, he, he's a guide out there. Rad, rad kid. Um, Kid I call him, but he's you know, he's like twenty something. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, shoot. Right off the bat, got some nice peacocks. Um, caught like 30, 40 of those things. Uh he's like, you know, he's like, all right, we got that one off the list. Wanna go chase a get a clownfish? And pulled up to his little clownfish spot. We had a double on, you know, like good I don't first time we ever caught those things, was like <laughs> things are studs. Dude. This is like
2: <laughs> they're kind of like 15, nuts. 15, right? 12
3: to 12 to 18 it, pound it, fish.
1: It's funny because when I was a kid, I had one in my in a fish aquarium. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. You, you
2: can <laughs> they, you, they sell
1: them and, and yeah, you can buy them and put them in your aquarium. I think that's that. Well, that's how they got introduced out there. <laughs> yeah. So
3: now he's he's giving the whole rundown. Basically, these are all aquarium fish. At one point, you know, yeah. and they mm-hmm. all just they're so aggressive. And then that that environment and the temperature and everything is conducive to you know what what they could live in. Plus that lake and all the canals. I mean, they're pretty healthy. You know, yeah. bodies of water and. It's kind of funny. Um, yes, yeah, so we pull up to go from the, the his little uh, uh, clownfish stretch, and I think I have one actually. And it's a largemouth, you know. It's like a nice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, yeah, those things live here too. <laughs> 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 yeah, we got bluegill, we got catfish and bass, but yeah, but mainly it's these things. Yeah, got on those clowns, which I I heard about it and seen them. You know, people say the weird thing about them they swim backwards. Well. They really do. Um, so I'm here trying to net this fish, and this thing just backing up on me like, no,
2: no, you're not. Like, I'm literally like, reaching out, oh, okay, this That's is it. crazy. So I'm like, literally like
3: you're like doing like this. Um, but yeah, I got into those, and then... Do um, they have quite a few spots on it? Yeah, they do, yeah. And just yeah. wild looking, you know? It's like, you know, just... I mean, those fish are from the, you know, Amazon, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. really wild fish all together. You can catch Oscars out there too. Yeah. Sick Oscars, all sorts uh, of stuff. Another aquarium yeah. fish. <laughs> oh, and then the snakeheads. I mean, that's what I remember, at, you yeah. know, like going to the swap meet and, and Delamo in Delamo and Wilmington <laughs> and then buying snakeheads right. legally at that point in time, yeah. you, you know, yeah. <laughs> and we thought they were so rad, but here I am catching these things on, you know, frogging and them, um, the, which I honestly, of all those three, the peacocks were fun, you know, and that was mm-hmm. always a bucket list fish for me as, as a bass It is for me. Um, but those snakehead, the snakehead deal was like really, like really? super mm-hmm. sick. Just, I love <laughs> the frog fish, you know? Yeah. So, um and we saw a couple, like you'll see them just laying right on the bank, just like nose up even, just waiting for something. And they're like, they're just gnarly predators, you know? Really? Yeah. So the deal is you throw the frog up on the edge of the bank or hit it right kind of at that crease of where dry land meets 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 the bank yeah and they'll smoke a frog and then no you do know, blink so my, my first crazy. fish was like i lost it too which funny story so is i mean this was maybe like i don't know like johnny was like dude like that was like no bs that was a trophy you know for your <laughs> fish da, 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 da. um and i was like you don't want to hear this johnny but my frogs are actually barbless because i grabbed a couple out of my barrett box oh <laughs> he's like no. why are you fishing barbless for, i'm a frog <laughs> i was like dude it's california long long story <laughs> california. i'll <tell> later <laughs> so he's just like shaking his head it's like well whatever we'll get you on another one you know and it's mm-hmm. and i love picking apart cover so you're skipping in under the under the docks and just yeah. all these full mm-hmm. and you're in the back of these canals where it's freaking wild you know just iguanas are on the bank and like that, mm-hmm. that was really cool i like the urban fish and like dock fish so picking apart cover and especially you're just felt like I was in Newport or something or the standard spotty zone, but you're Mm -hmm. catching all these wild fish. So
2: speaking of skipping lures under mangrove edges and docks and stuff, I mean, it takes me a full day to feel like I'm back in the swing of that. Like that rust is real when it comes to skipping lures under the mangroves. It was like, or I mean, even docks and stuff, but yeah, when you're fishing every day, it's like, you know, second nature you take a little time off that skip of yeah the game. that's gets true. rusty mm-hmm.
3: I'll, yeah I was, it took me a little second to get it back get it you know get it yeah, gone but yeah. um that's like one thing to johnny like dude because he's asking you know i think it's always kind of funny um and i, I kind of get the name california matt where i'm traveling around for work you know <laughs> yeah, I nice listen to my voice it's a pretty you know classic yeah, i didn't yeah. realize i had an accent Tells i was in, in uh, alabama and she's like sweetie where's your accent from I was like, i have an accent because I, like, oh, I guess i do <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Some of these guys are like, oh, Cali- California Matt can actually fish. I'm like, I fish a little yeah. bit, I guess, but it's always kind of funny. You just get away with the, 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 you know, the flip flops, the board shorts, and the California vibe, and say, yeah. like, okay, actually, guys do fish out there. Yeah. We, we get oh, a f- yeah. funny stigma, but
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: that's funny.
1: Oh, it goes
2: man. both
3: ways, 100. percent
2: Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. I got family out there in, in Florida, and I've been trying to get my cousin to come out here for the last three years to go bluefin fishing with us. But once again, someone that's just had a kid, yep, well, I mean, not just she's probably about three or yeah three years old now, but he just can't get
0: away from home, yeah,
1: I want to get him out here.
0: That sounds familiar, oh, totally, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say, I mean, I always complain about how I don't fish so much, um you know, the last couple of years, just. You know that phrase: "If you want to fish more, don't get in the industry." That's absolutely one hundred percent true. But after having a kid two months ago, it's like now I really don't fish, and so I'm super jealous. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, was, I got two. I know you got, <laughs> you got a couple, and yeah. yeah. You know what's going to happen is that
1: your fishing is going to be even even better when when your son gets a little older.
0: Oh man, I can't wait for that day. Yep.
2: Yeah. I'm wait, gonna be I'm best. waiting for my son's attention span to get a little bit. But he, he likes catching bluegill and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. got to be like insta bite. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, yeah. he loses
3: interest. <laughs> I ruined my kids. I took Jack when he was shoot six or seven, went to Barrett, and it was one of those like classic Barrett days. Uh-huh. Like the sink mm-hmm. goes hanging over the side and they're Get eating slurped. it. That type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> so now when we go and it's not like that, he's like, we need to go to like Barrett again. Like, uh-huh. yeah, but this is just typically how it is, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not always that way. At oh, least
0: he's man. hooked. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Well, let's uh, let's move into bass fishing here with Coastal Social quickly approaching and all that. And I think we're less than two weeks out from that. Um, Howie, let's start with you. Um, I think you said that you. Uh, I know you registered for it, but you can't make it now. But had you uh, kept going on the tournament, what would be your strategy going into the tournament?
2: Well, on this South event, you know, I would just go to my comfort zone which is la jolla mm-hmm. and you know the nice thing about the digital weigh-in or because it's cpr right yep yeah um you can kind of fish from wherever you want especially in the kayak division yep like you don't have to make it to a weigh-in obviously your fish have to be submitted on time but um i feel like i can always grind out a few solid fish mm-hmm. sized fish at la jolla i just kind of you know there's a couple Different approaches you can take to find fish. And, um, you know, I mean, this time of year, it's it's, with as long as the water is kind of at that 70 degree mark, those bass are should be pretty active and should be pretty fun fishing. But I always catch my my bigger fish in La Jolla fishing deeper. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes when they're in the kelp spawning, it's all everything mixed in there, big, right. small, you know, big golden cheeked, like, man, that's my favorite time. <laughs> Throw a rip bait in the lake through the kelp lanes. And, but, so that'd be my approach. Probably, nice. probably just my comfort zone. La Jolla. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, some guys kind of find that comfort zone. Yeah. Point Loma, Bafa Zenega, and like, you know, some guys have that super dialed. I don't. Um, it's kind of hard for me to make it down that far because I I live in Carlsbad. So fish out of Oceanside a lot, but almost the farthest south I ever make it is Mission because, you know, running offshore, it's pretty equidistant to most spots, Mission versus San Diego by the time you're out there and that extra – 40 minutes of traffic. Mm -hmm. I just like to avoid that. So, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'd like to have San Diego Bay more dialed because it's an awesome fishery. I I just don't have it dialed. A couple months ago, we shot a, we did our quarterly shoot and we did a whole day on San Diego Bay and we chartered Eric Risen uh, to guide us and we had. Crazy, like I had never had this bird school fishing like this in San Diego back bay, but it felt like you're, you know, chasing bird schools around La Jolla <laughs> or something, or you know, front side of Clemente. That's but cool. it was like spotty, full speed, and good, great, like good sized spotty fishing on these bird schools, really, that were just kind of like moving around the back bay, and it was pretty pretty sick because oh, that's cool yeah we're just chasing these little turn spots down and casting to them burning a, ned, a mm-hmm. ned head that and i had i had never really fished a ned rig this way before but cast it um cast it actually downwind so you're drifting into the bait you let it sink out once it hits the bottom you burn it like three or four turns of the handle and then just and then and it comes up diagonally like this and then you let it sink back down so it's kind of you know ned rigs kind of do this spin Mm -hmm. twirl darting around as they go back to the bottom and it was just getting licked on that like you burn it and it kind of grabs their attention and then as you let it fall boom it was super (laughs) fun (laughs) that sounds like fun so it's like not traditional ned right ned rig fishing where it's like you let it sink to the bottom you shake it a couple times yeah. maybe you drag it a little bit pop it a little bit but this was like full-on you know it was pretty fun
0: interesting interesting matt are have you decided if you're going to go kayak or boat this year that's what
3: i'm trying to figure out if um i mean i always have my kayak as if, if i need to but as long as some of my buddies are available and they're down to fish it you know i'll probably fish on the boat kind of mm-hmm. like we have last couple of years for um south event but um yeah. I mean, I'll probably, if, if it's one scenario or another, I'll say from the kayak, I'll probably get creative. Uh, you know, I'm up in, um, Redondo beach and kind of that Southern part of LA. So, um, with it being remote, you know, like I might similar to how we fish some comfortable water, um, mm-hmm. whether that's up in Marina Del Rey first thing in the morning, um, up at that wall or some of the outflow pipes just South of there, or if it's, straight out of my home base, you know, that little wall, there's a, there's a couple outflow pipes, a couple ARs right outside or if I'm, um, you know, I haven't fished PV. It's been, it's been a while. We were fished off the skiff a few months ago. Um, we had good fishing, but it was up near the um, up near point Vicente mm-hmm. uh, just uh, north of the closure. But I mean, that's an option. Um, but if I'm fishing from the boat, you know, with there being no boundaries and so long as, you know, we're capable of it, I'm either going to, And like for us, especially the South event, it's an excuse to kind of, again, have a fun little adventure, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't fish here as often as you know, we'd like. So, um, if not, I'm fishing with like my buddy Alf or something, but we'll probably go either fish. And we talked about a little bit, me and my buddies either, we haven't really fished the Coronados for bass, like, you know, like really tried to fish for bass. So it's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, it's a good excuse to kind of go and check that out. And if for some reason we run some yellows or some tuna, that's not a bad problem to have as far as just fun goes. Um, or kind of like the last couple of years, it's, we've made the excuse like, Hey, like we, we talked some of the other guys fishing the tournament, whether it's, you know, Anthony Harris or, um, Josh and, um, Josh and Shannon or with my dad. And we all kind of go as a group and run fish that Northern part of Baja, which it's just so fishy down there. And so you know, fishy. it's, it's super fun. And as long as the weather works out. So I, I would say that would be our scenarios. Um, I don't think we're making a Clemente run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also if fishing isn't that good, whether it's say at, uh, the Coronados or. North Baja, you could always run out to Point Loma or run a hit La Jolla um, or Zuniga. There's kind of like a little laundry list of little quick spots. You could kind of make, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, give 15 minutes here or there and kind of make a move. Is your so, dad fishing it? I don't know if he's able to. I think he has a trip booked. I think th- with the original date, he was good. But the new date, um, I need to check, check on him, though, for sure.
0: So. Oh, no, that'd be a travesty. Not having <laughs> Benny fish. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're
3: <laughs>
1: fishing with your dad at the beginning of the month.
0: Uh, oh, are you actually the day before? The day before. Coastal yeah. Social. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out by then.
1: Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't know where we're going yet, but gotcha. We haven't quite figured it out.
3: Yeah, he's been you know on that side too. I mean that between him and some of my other buddies, like because I haven't really been a fish locally much, I just kind of vicariously live through what they've been up to, and mm-hmm. you know, I just I, I, I
1: want to get on your Dad's boat and just and nail the bass. Oh yeah, that's. I, that's
3: you know, and for him too, he's he's had he's been really busy. Steady guys, you know. Despite mm-hmm. all the killer offshore fishing, guys do like to go fish bass, and he's yeah. been pretty busy doing that whether it's Catalina um, or or local. You know, there's been there was actually it was a really good uh, locals. Um, we call it just like this local stones. You know, all the little stuff outside of Long Beach. Um, what was that from? Like middle of June. To about maybe the tail end of July before kind of all that storm system kind of right. switched mm-hmm. things up was pretty steady, you know, very traditional like you know bass fishing of, between mix of sand bass and calico and you know 60, 80 foot of water um, where it hasn't really been like that in a while where you know and so the sport boats were getting you know during the day like full yeah. limits of sand bass cuda yeah which was great to see the sand yeah. bass so yeah and my dad was <laughs> doing the same thing but just on some of the other more isolated stones and you know he would just. But he's on the way to Catalina, hey, let's stop, check a couple spots. And um, mm-hmm. you know, they're they've been loaded. It's just whether they want to bite or not, really. So right. yeah. interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm finding that to be the same case where are living vicariously through other people and Instagram <laughs> and, and all that. Um, getting back to your coastal social, Matt, do you wanna kinda of run through the rules real quick for on the boater side and the yeah. crowd side?
3: Yeah, I mean, um and you know, like like we said, we, we try to make things pretty simple. It's a lo- little low barrier to entry one just get involved with the events, but um, yeah, check, check it out. One on the website is coastalsocial.org, Just as far as all the information goes, where to sign up and all that. Um, we have two different divisions. There's a boater division and a kayak division. Um, as far as the parameters for the event, it's it three man? You have up to three, uh, three people per team. Um, if you want to fish by yourself, no problem. Fish with a buddy. Cool. If you want to fish with three, um, all good, but we, we cap it at three. Um, and this is on the boater side, obviously. Um, on that end, it's a, um, it's, uh, we have a live weigh-in on the boater side. So it's a three fish limit. Um, so it kind of makes it, you know, simple as well. You know, if you're not strapped to get in five, you could kind of go hog hunt if you want to and just catch bringing three, uh, the tournaments a lines in format. So what that meaning is, um, basically you could really launch your boat, get onto your spot, wherever maybe you just can't start fishing until 6am. And then we have a lines out approach as well. So lines out will be 2pm. So from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. is live tournament time, and then uh, weigh-in will be at 3 p.m.
0: Uh, you, you heard that, right, Darren?
2: Wow. Why did it be like that?
0: <laughs> Do you guys know the story behind that one?
2: Yes. <laughs> the weighmaster was late to weigh-in? No, it
1: was, the, it was the first year of Coastal Social, and... It wasn't being late. It was being way too early. (laughs) (laughs) Love the tenacity. Yeah. And it was a good fish, too.
0: (laughs) He submitted a fish at, like, 5.57 or something. Yeah. Rather than 6 (laughs) a.m. I was all excited. (laughs)
1: Caught a a calico in uh, mid-mission, right off the rocks. When you make the right to go to the bait barge, right off the rocks. Big one.
2: yeah. That's cool. You don't huh. see that every day. No, yeah. that's why I Big was ex- kind shooter. of excited.
0: Yeah.
1: And I took a picture of it to hold on to it till after six. <laughs> oh my god. But goodness. I just went ahead and submitted it. I have yeah. to, I annually that's,
0: I have to give you That
2: honesty is, is respectable.
3: Yeah. 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 And that's actually on the kayak <laughs> side too, is like with that, uh, the catch, and I'll speak about the kayak side as well. So similar in kind of mimicking the boater side, uh, there's no boundaries. You could fish really anywhere you want right. to. It's a remote format in that sense lines in at six um, lines out at two and then the deadline to submit your catches um, via the, um, the fishing chaos app is 3 PM. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of funny cause you know, all the, all the catches are logged, you know, the timestamp, the location, <laughs> it's all there regardless. <laughs> exactly. But we do appreciate just the honesty. So yeah. And at yep. the end of the day, we're all just trying to have fun and, you know, give back. It's so. all, it's yeah. it's all
0: about is to have fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that, that that's kind of what we went into earlier to where it's like it's all about the fun, all about trying to promote, um, you know, obviously the calico bass and saltwater bass, but also conservation in, in it as well, because everything there's no dead fish or anything like yeah. that. Otherwise, there's a penalty. Yeah. But aside from that, most guys, if not all of them, they're releasing their fish, you know, respectfully and all that right at the dock, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we've always encouraged too at the events of like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, guys, especially on the boater side, we're doing the live release. Um, thankfully, I mean, we've had really good weigh ins the last few years and it's pretty straightforward. The fish are all live and healthy. And, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and I encourage you guys to, and I kind of was the same way when I fish tournaments is, you know, if, and most guys, if, whether it's actually San Pedro, we're at 22nd Street. So they need to kind of, you know, go to another location. If, like, we recommend if you could, you know, release the fish a little outside into the main channel yeah. or, some, mm-hmm. you know, or at the break wall. Um, number two, it gives you a cool little photo opportunity. You know, and like we had a, the last North event, we had a good day and, um, there's some know, big fish caught. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun event. To yeah. see that last event, just seeing the fish that were caught and they're kind of from all over the place. We fish pals for days. Some guys were local. Some guys were at the islands. Um, yeah, just you know, this is a, a fish and a fishery. We want to preserve the best we can, especially those bigger fish. So. Yep, yeah. slow to grow.
0: We were talking about the North event. Just a, a quick recap on the boater side on uh, the North event. We had Josh Shannon and Matt Moyer turn in a uh, a score of 17.7 pounds. Nice yeah. bag. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. A nice
3: three fish. This is a three fish limit. So yes. I mean, that's a that's five a plus bag. pound fish limit. Yep. Yeah.
0: Do you do you remember where those guys went? Did they go out to Clemente?
3: They fish at Catalina. Oh, Catalina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is cool to see a, a good bag like that come out of Catalina. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know the one thing too is like guys like oh man, I mean and I've heard it before whether it's the you know the old tournament series or what have you is man the guys with the bigger boats and you guys go farther but that doesn't necessarily mean it can you still got to catch them you know mm. and if you're making a run <laughs> you're losing time so you you know you really have to be on them but it Mm -hmm. also does show how good some of these guys are yeah um just you know how 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 dialed and how fishy some guys are so um you know different scenario yeah we were oh yeah we were second um we fished local pv Mm -hmm. and i hadn't we hadn't fished pv in a long time so it was it was one super fun just because it'd been a while but you know we grinded all day to catch those three fish we didn't catch a lot Mm -hmm. um you know i wish we caught it you know maybe 30 ish fish um and then uh yeah, but three in that four to five pound range. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we had to work for them. Um,
1: I've, I've seen some big calicos come off the uh, the break wall in Long Beach. Oh yeah, along yeah. doesn't matter where you're at along that whole thing. Yeah. Big calicos inside and outside.
3: Hundred percent. I mean, that's a big you know one. Of those fish like structure and, yep. and you see it whether it's the guys that during the day during you know the nighttime. It just they live there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, and I, I'm. I love fishing rocks, as I like yeah. you know, like in especially those sneaky spots that, you know, you, people drive by every day. I mean, heck, one of my favorite spots is Redondo, King Harbor. It's a really small break wall. Um, but it, there's opportunities if you put the time in to catch well, some nice people fish. People don't realize you don't have to go far to catch big ones. No, no, they're there.
0: Well, speaking of your team, you, Randy, and Skylar turned in a uh, score of 14.8 pounds. So, yeah, I mean, just just shy of five pounds yeah. uh, average. And then uh, coming in third was uh, our good friend Jim Hendricks with Grant and Ron Bellante, 10.6 pounds for over three fish. So really good scores overall in the North event. Super looking forward to uh, what we see in the South. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. Um, anything else that we need to talk about Coastal Social? I mean, I think I'm, personally I'm stoked for the tournament. It's going to be a fantastic day to just get out fishing um, in October as well, which typically I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but weather's typically good, conditions are pretty right. It's going to be a good day.
2: Unless it's last October. We had like a May in October last bl- year. I just Remember went, that? that? I, I think it like just blew all all fall, basically. <laughs> it, was it was last year. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Things have been a little
3: but, bit more traditional yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And we had some actually, the last few days have been, you know, no, not much wind, not much swell. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. it should be nice. Hopefully. Cr- fingers crossed. Knock yeah. on wood.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless there's like a random uh, storm system that's coming through for, through Baja. You
2: never know, man. Anything yeah. can happen these days.
0: Yeah, for sure. With um, you know, with Coastal Social, with the entry, it's a fifty dollars entry if yeah. you're a CCA member. If you're not, it's eighty five. We just uh, tack on the uh, the membership there. Um, but then also, every every guy that uh, participates going to get a goodie bag filled with swag yeah. with all of our sponsors. So uh, one, you know, obviously with Newport and Afco, uh filling in those goodie bags along with Promar and and all that good stuff. So usually the the goodie bags are a fan favorite.
3: Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, What's a fan favorite for sure? Because you know, <laughs> one for just hopping in, you get a bag full of you know killer tackle. And you killer get your stuff. money back. You know, basically. you essentially get yeah more or less your entry fee in that free swag you mm-hmm. get between all the sponsors that are helping out. Um But for this event, I didn't have the lures at the last one, but everybody get a free AFCO lure. You know, I mean that's like a twenty ish dollar value right there, and plus all this stuff from you know Fish Lab, Soft Steel, Akuma and mm-hmm. Daiwa and Promar and Newport and everybody else that contributes to the events. Um, yep. you get a lot of killer stuff. Hobie as well. Hobie as well. Yes. War Warbra- baits kicker. War kicker. Yeah. Trying the to go through my list of all the
0: killer tackle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dana landing as well for, uh, for hosting us at the weigh-in. Yeah. Those guys are top notch. No,
3: that's right. That's one thing we didn't mention is Dana landing. This, yep. is, this event will be, um, uh, we'll take, take take place at Dana Landing. Um, so big thanks to those guys. You know that we, we got right there, right at the front dock. If you need anything, if you're launching your boat, it's all right there in Dana Landing. Grab a sandwich, grab tackle, grab whatever you need. It's all right there. And it's really cool the way it sets up. Mm-hmm. We'll be right there at the main gangway. So guys that are coming in, weighing their fish, you can't miss us. You have the CTA tents and all that. Mm-hmm. If you're just down in the area, um, down in, by Dana Landing, come check it out. Or if yeah. you just want to kind of see some fish get weighed and kind of talk to the guys and see how the day was and... You know, go hang out. It's a one is a beautiful, probably be a nice October again in the tail end of this winter, transition to the fall, but you can mm-hmm. go check everything out.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's always nice being down there in the hub of kinda of San Diego fishing. I yeah. you know, I mean <clears throat> the fisherman's landing and, and all that has its own vibe, but um for the private guys, Dana Landing's kinda of like yeah. that's like where all the action's at, yep. you know. It's yeah. kind of good fishy energy and you know, there's always it's always entertaining to watching the lawn tramp. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just about to say, in the afternoon, it's it's nothing. If you if you're a big fan of people watching, it's worth it. Just worth sitting there over at Dana Lanning. Oh yeah, eating a sandwich, yep. having a beer. Yep, it's crazy. Um, you know, Howie will miss you. I know you're you're busy during the day, so unfortunately, uh, we'll we'll miss you there.
2: Yeah, we're heading up to a wedding and uh oregon so you couldn't unfo- get him to, to unfortunately. switch unfortunately
0: uh, i tried oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't understand coastal social clearly no <laughs> um but yeah i mean I th- overall it's going to be a great day it's going to be good we'll have a raffle there all the proceeds go to cca and uh plenty of sponsors that are going to be there hopefully we'll uh we'll talk to our good friend ron lane over at Fastlane. lane which correct me for is newport in fast lane right now not right now not right now
2: no but we we will be building our dealer network up over this next year and gotcha. so we got big goals there um our primary focus is still direct to consumer but you know we want to get the su- a support of a dealer network and mm-hmm. kind of allow people to have a place where they can go and touch and feel the product and stuff and um so yeah, we've got a, a bigger initiative to expand our dealer network. We do have, are in a few retailers around the country, but mm-hmm. um, we'll be in a lot more specialty retailers by the end of next year.
0: Excellent, nice, excellent, Matt. One more time, how do we sign up for Coastal Social?
2: Yeah, pretty
3: simple. Go to coastalsocial.org. Um, just tap on the tournaments link there. You can sign up if you're a, if you're already a CCA member. It's fifty bucks per person if you're out on a team or if you're by yourself on a kayak. 50 bucks, and then if you're um, not a current CCA member, it's 85, like you mentioned. Um, Sign on up, and you'll be good to go. We'll see you, whether at the weigh in or see your fish getting weighed. And yeah, feel free to come and hang out after uh, the event. Uh, Not
1: to mention, uh, our toy drive is an extension of uh, Coastal Social this year. Yeah, that's right.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, Darren, you want to tell them about it? Yeah,
1: just bring a free unwrapped toy, and that's your entry into the uh, tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty simple. December second, um, we're gonna do a little extension of Coastal Social. Same very uh, same format with everything. It's just your entry fee is not fifty bucks. It's just an unwrapped toy, and uh, we're gonna basically donate all those to uh, the military families in San Diego. Yep. So uh, it's become an annual thing for us, which yes. is which is nice. Giving back to the community. Since I mean, the community, the fishing community, gives back so much to us. We might as well pay pay the pay it forward, pay it forward. Yeah.
3: Yep. And that's December second.
0: December yes, 2nd. Yep. That's a Saturday. Perfect. But Howie, before we wrap up anything else that you want to mention on Newport, anything exciting that we need to be on the lookout for or anything like that?
2: You know, I just encourage people to go over to, uh, check out the freedom on the water series on the YouTube channel. Check out, uh, Newportvessels.com and, uh, give us a follow on social media, Instagram's Newport vessels motors. Um, and yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So, just check us out we got some cool entertaining stuff going on and um you know keeping tabs on newpartvessels.com is a good way to, to keep tabs on the product and you can always sign up to get you know emails and stay updated and stuff so um yeah excellent check us out
0: awesome matt how about you and at uh, afco
3: yeah uh, afco.com um you know that's our main website you can check out all the products we have all the stuff that's new um we got some stuff that just came out for fall so that's all up Right now of a second delivery, I believe middle of October for some outerwear, some fleece and also the replant on boots. We're sorry that they've been out of stock (laughs) We're chasing (laughs) them. It's been really popular, but they're coming. I Mm -hmm. promise you. Um, yeah, that's coming later this fall winter. Um, and then all our social channels. Yeah. At Mm -hmm. AFCO on Instagram, um, AFCO on YouTube, um, TikTok, you name it, Facebook, all those fun places were all there. Awesome. It, I, think, I am,
2: yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I am pumped to get those AFCO boots on my feet because I won't yeah. name the brand I'm in right now, but they're, <laughs> my feet have been, my dog's been barking a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm definitely oh, going to invest in a pair of those,
0: those, yeah, boots. So will I. I'm actually wearing the sandals right now. Those are pretty comfy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're
0: will comfy. Say. Um, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but the jigs are not available online, but they are at dealers.
3: No, they're actually they're available online. But you oh, also, nice. you know, but if you want to, and I recommend you go check them out at one of the shops. You know, um, they're spread out all throughout Southern California. I know Fisherman's uh, Landing has them down here in, near in San Diego. Um, you go to Melton Tackle up near Anaheim. Um, shoot, where else are we? We're kind of a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, um, now. Or, or on the website. But if you want to just go check them out in a shop, you know, and you could. I'm that way. I'm a. I'm a tackle. Mm-hmm. Junkie, so I like to see <laughs> exactly all? how big the 60 gram is, how yeah. big the 80, um, and or make some decisions on colors. Um, mm-hmm. Check them out and talk to the guys at the shop. Most of them are kind of pretty keen on most of the baits now. So, um, yeah, check them out. Very
0: cool. Well, we have to do this again sometime soon. I mean, it's fun having you too, and, uh, you know, Howie, I, you live like less than 10 minutes away from here.
2: That's right. That's awesome. Short commute. Yeah. Yeah, you can take
1: Kevin's spot since he put in his resignation letter. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yeah, I can be
1: the new <laughs>
2: Surprise co-host That's right <laughs> That's right
0: Well, I we went 58 minutes without mentioning his name But <laughs> we might as well Kevin, if you're out here, if you're if you're listening um, You know, I, I don't want to say that we miss you But I don't I mean, <laughs> Someone's better. <laughs>
3: I just hope he's pulling on a big redfish somewhere Because I know I've been he's seeing here. a lot of that Is He here? was
1: supposed to be here today oh,
0: Okay. And I he canceled
2: know. last night to go fishing
0: He bailed It's clearly his priorities are not set.
2: I miss him, but he needs to, he's been pulling on too many redfish. He needs to get tuned up on some, some real deal stuff. He needs to get tuned up, right? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Miss you, Kev. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I don't know. He's, I don't think he's back for, uh, for good, but I know he's coming or he came back for a week or so. Yeah, at least
2: from I'll let, here. I'll let him tell you guys, but he's—I know he's going back and forth quite a bit. He's got some stuff going on over in Florida, setting up accounts and, and stuff. And, and, yeah. and you know what? More he's, more power to the guy. I, I'm I am very happy for him. I love that he's bringing some West Coast flavor to the East Coast, cause mm-hmm. and vice versa. Agreed. Yeah. He's yeah. bringing some stuff this way too. Yeah. Okay.
0: He's trying. Just don't tell him that his head will get too big.
1: It's yeah. Uh, it barely fits <laughs> the door now. <laughs>
0: Guys, thank you so much for coming in. This was awesome. Appreciate thank you coming in. Thank you, guys. In. Yeah. Absolutely. I loved it. Hell yeah. Darren, you got anything else, man?
1: No, I think I bashed on Kevin enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One last opportunity before we close right, out. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, that is going to do it this this week. Uh, make sure you go register for Coastal Social coming up October 7th out of Dana Landing. That's where the weigh going to be. And we'll be there. Darren, you'll be there. Matt, you'll be there as well. Howie, I miss you, man.
2: I will miss you guys too. But I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Hell yeah. Right? For
0: sure. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. Make sure to go register at coastalsocial.org. Also, go follow us on Instagram at CCA California, also at coastalsocial underscore at uh, Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on October 7th. And we'll see you guys next week.